0: Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial Mm. advice on all your debt. This is Kugan Cassis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I am joined by Adam Smith. How are you, Adam? I'm good,
1: thanks, Keegan. Very good. Very excited about the, the week ahead with uh, the Golden Contract Finals with Billy Joe and Martin Murray for the world title and obviously 12 days till uh, Anthony Joshua returns against Kubrat Bulov. So huge amounts happening and a, and a great end to the year for us.
0: Absolutely. Um, we'll come on to the card uh, well, two cars this week on Sky, obviously, like you said, the the golden contract on Wednesday and then Saunders-Murray. But um, just a reflection from the weekend. I'm sure you would have watched uh, Joe Joyce's win over Daniel Dubois. Uh, what did you make of uh, how the night unfolded, Adam?
1: Yeah, it was a fascinating weekend, wasn't it? It was a, a chance for us actually to put our feet up and enjoy a really good match on uh, on the other side, on BT. It was a terrific heavyweight uh assembly i think that you know we we all we all were waiting for this one you know daniel dubois has you know has got everything right so far in his pro career joe joyce a little bit overlooked i felt maybe it had been matched slightly harder obviously the 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 better amateur pedigree um you know dubois a big favorite going in um and i thought it was i thought it was an intriguing fight i thought um i thought dubois won rounds but i thought joe uh, joe's jab was was fantastic and you know he boxed really sensibly you know we all thought he sort of chug in there and and try and take it to Dubois at times certainly from sort of round five six onwards maybe but he didn't he stuck to his game plan and you know the jab obviously caused all the damage to the eye which which caused the ending so I think you've got to give Joe Joyce you know huge credit obviously there's been a lot of attention on on Daniel's performance and you know what happened at the end but you know his eye was shut and uh you know, he, he decided what he decided, which was that, you know, he, he couldn't continue and that he will, it obviously, you know, live to fight another day. So I've seen everything on the internet about whether he quit, did he quit, did he, you know, all of that stuff. And I think it's pretty hard for, for anyone that's not been in a ring to, to sort of go there, you know, that's for fighters to talk about. But, you know, what I do know is that Joe Joyce's performance shouldn't be, you know, I think we should be sort of applauding him and the fact that as an underdog, you know, he got it right. And uh, it was close. I felt Dubois was probably slightly in front at the time of the stoppage. But I also thought that, you know, that Joyce was closing and that he seemed the happier fighter and he got into that rhythm. And, you know, there was a couple of distress signals, I thought, from Dubois in the rounds before, last couple of rounds, maybe, that he was tiring. You know, and, and obviously, we don't know. It was obviously a, a, a horrible injury. And um, he's got to sort that out first and foremost. But, you know he's going to have to, um, you know, have to build back from that, and it's going to be tough. But, um, but he's young, and you know he's uh, he's still a, a, an exciting fighter and a, and, a, and a great prospect still. And you know, and these things these things can happen. But he's going to he's taking a lot of criticism, and you know it's, he's got to show a, show a strong you know mental state. He's got to get through that, and he'll come again. You know, I was talking to. Tony Nelson earlier others who've you know, they've been through lots of setbacks during their career in different ways and you know loss isn't the end obviously the manner of defeat was was disappointing in the way it happened I thought but ultimately he'll you know he's got a long a long road ahead and you know he'll come again and I think we should be applauding Joe Joyce for a fantastic win he's a, a, a you know a new champion uh, he's got a lot of belts and he's got the opportunity to fight in some some huge fights in 2021 so um, yeah well done to Joe very happy for him.
0: Talking to uh, Eddie Hearn this morning and also Ben Davison, who are are not fighters, and and they said that, shared the same view with this, really, that unless you're a fighter, it's a different opinion for someone who hasn't kind of experienced that or could experience that with boxers. Uh, It's very easy for yourself, me, to turn around and to say not just this situation, but it's happened. I mean, Kel Brook had it. Has had it in the past. Anthony Joshua has had it in the past in his defeat with Ruiz as well. But it's it's easy for people to turn around and say, "Oh, they quit," etc. But Eddie Hearn said it's only really fighters that can have that opinion whether a fighter has quit because they're either built one way or another. So that, that's probably a fair comment, Adam. I totally agree. Um, f- the fighters are the, the brave ones. They're the
1: ones that w- we all bow down to. They're the ones at whatever level. And I've always said it, whether it's four round, six round, whether it's, you know, top world title level, fighters are, are the core of this amazing sport. And, and, and they're the ones that have got our full and true respect. And and obviously health and safety in a time like this year, which has been, you know, so difficult for so many people, that is the most important thing that, you know, that, that fighters come out, you know, Okay, come out healthy, and and I was worried slightly with the Mike Tyson Roy Jones situation, and and fortunately that that happened, and, and they both walk away, and and you know we move on, and I think I think it's really important to think that you know there's a lot of a lot of uh, opinion in this sport, um, a lot of people will say you know Daniel didn't want it anymore, Daniel Ultimately, you're not you're not in there, you're not him. He's he's gone through you know ten rounds. It's been a tough, hard fight. Um, the eye was obviously extremely bad and you know we, we know that's what's got to heal first and foremost and but mentally you know only only he will know apologies about the phone um only he will know that um you know what was going on in there with that pain it's not for us to 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 jump to you know to throw scorn or to jump you know ultimately that's why I think it's always better to look at the winner with Errol Spence and Kel Brook you know people were saying afterwards that Kel quit and it's very difficult. You know, you've, he had an eye issue before, and, and then he, he, he has an eye problem again. Now he's been for a long, hard fight against a terrific fighter like Errol Spence. You know, and he, he comes again. And, and sometimes, I suppose, in the heat of battle, you decide or, you know, maybe you make that decision that you, you know, you, you want to save yourself or you're worried about the injury. You don't know. I, I think it's really hard if, if you're not a fighter. You know, I spoke to Matt Macklin earlier, and, you know, they... Fighters will say, you know, I won't quit. I'll stay in there till the bitter end. But I think unless a situation happens like that to each each one, they probably don't know how they'll react. And, you know, some are probably built slightly different to others. It's very hard. It's certainly, I agree with Ben and with Eddie, it's not for us to go and say this, that, and the other because... You know we are we are not fighters we're looking at it from the outside and, and it, it's obviously a disappointing night for Daniel Dubois, his family, his supporters, um, you know, and 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 the promotional team and everything. But ultimately they've got to rebuild. You know, these things can happen, whether you get knocked out, whether a fight ends like that and you don't get up, or whether it's the eye injuries or whether it's you know ask Anthony Gogo, you know Anthony Agogo- Went through all sorts of of different operations to try and make you know try and make his boxing career work, and ultimately he came to a point where he just couldn't do that because you know as much as he wanted to, you know it's his eyesight and, and eyes are, are, are so delicate, and I think that you know you've got to put you know put that into the equation as well. You know we had. Uh, a footballer yesterday, you know, a fractured skull incident. You know, you, you have the Formula One crash. It's you know, these are dangerous times, dangerous sports, all of them. And I think you know, you've you've got the health and safety of the fighters are the most important thing. And I think I like to look at it that you know, Joe Joyce won that fight, and Daniel Dubois can come back again. I think it will be tough because obviously, you know, if he's read this stuff, if he's thought, why did I you know make that decision at that in, in that moment. And people are going to read a lot into it, but I think that's for a fighter to, to decide and that's for other fighters to talk about. And for us, it's about, you know, looking from the outside and, you know, looking at the situation. It was a close fight. Daniel was, was probably winning. Would he have won it? I don't know. Joe was coming on strong and I think he kept together well. And I think, you know, he, he deserves a lot of credit. He was a huge underdog. And, um, you know, he came out and he believed he had the experience and seasoning. And most people said, look, if it goes beyond a few rounds. But I thought Joe Box, even when the rounds he didn't win, I thought he was boxing well behind that jab. And showing that, you know, he had that pedigree and had that seasoning. And, you know, maybe he'd been in there at a level where Daniel hadn't been yet. But, um, you know, I have no doubt Daniel Dubois can come again. He's so young and he was our young fighter of the year at the Boxing Writers. So let's not let's not heap too much on him at this time. It's a loss. A loss isn't a at uh, uh, the end of the end of the world. It's just, you know, I think everyone was expecting him to win and to go on and fight for world titles probably fairly soon. But, you know, you, it's an education, this, this boxing career, and it's how he comes back for it. So uh, let's wait and watch.
0: Adam, I mean, as, as a fight fan, we want to see good fights. We want to see knockouts. I mean, that's part and parcel of the game. But at what point a fighters in there um, and obviously, their pride and, and ego has a, a lot to do with it. No one wants to be branded in that term. But at what point do you say to yourself, "Do you know what? I I, I want to live and fight another day. You know, I've I've reached my limit of of what I can take. I don't I don't want to end my career tonight just so I can get pats on the back in the morning, because." With Anthony Ogogo, what you just mentioned, I was just about to mention him, Anthony Agogo ain't going to box again after his defeat to Craig Cunningham. His eye was that bad, obviously, that he had multiple operations, etc. Um, and he's not going to box again. And no, one's, no one talks about that situation now because that's kind of in the past, it's moved on from. Anthony gogo has got to live with that situation for the rest of his life. So at what point as fans do we expect fighters that's what i'm saying expect fighters to turn around and go well no actually no you shouldn't quit you should you should stand there until you can't physically continue anymore and risk your career it's ridiculous it is
1: ridiculous it's absurd you know fighters go in and, and they they're putting their livelihoods their lives their careers on the line each time they get in the ring you know whether it's a, a knockout defeat as i said whether it's a cut whether whatever it is you know things happen in boxing and you don't know unless you're in the heat of the battle. You know, Roberto Duran and no mass. You know, I've, I remember Andrew Galotta, I think it was against Michael Grant and he was winning the fight and he just walked to his corner and said no more, you know. And I asked him afterwards, I said, what What happened? I said, you, you, you're winning a fight and you walk away and you go to your corner and you can't be bothered anymore. He goes, he goes I quit. All right, I quit. And, and, you know, and then he fought another. He went on to fight other fights. So you don't know. Sometimes... You know, you're in, in 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 one particular moment. You don't know what's gone on in the preparation. You don't know how tough something's been. Maybe in the fight, you you felt something. You know, it's it's as I said, with, we're not fighters. We're not in there in that heat of battle. So I think it's. All fans, of course, you, you want great You want great matches. You don't have to have the knockouts. I mean, the heavyweights are exciting because they produce more knockouts. But, you know, don't tell me that people didn't love Morales and Marrera three times. You know, went the distance and went the distance and went the distance. It doesn't matter. Sometimes, you know, what you want is great matches. And that's why we were all looking forward to Saturday night. And that's why I said, look, on Sky, I don't want to go up against it. Eddie didn't want to go up against it. We want to watch this because it's a really good heavyweight match. And it was, you know. Everyone thought Daniel Dubois was the next great thing. And, and maybe he still could be. But Joe Joyce was obviously the one that had the experience. It was a, an intriguing matchup, but he was a heavy favorite, Daniel. And as you saw the fight unfold, you saw it was more level. And I think that was the intriguing part. But certainly as fans, we shouldn't say, you have to knock the other guy out otherwise. As we're not going to enjoy it. That's ludicrous. That's ridiculous. You know, each fight, the, the excitement and the drama is about the build-up and about what actually happens when they do. And you you live the sort of story from the outside, the narrative through the fight. And the narrative of Saturday Night was that Daniel Dubois had his moments. Joe Joyce boxed sensibly and didn't sort of rush in. And he got to the halfway stage. And, and then Daniel sort of forged ahead. And he thought, OK, he's probably going to win this. And he'll probably have to go the distance because of, of Joyce's chin. But... You know, I just thought around about seven, I thought seven or eight, I thought, you know what, I think Joyce is going to win this. I obviously didn't think what would happen happened, but I thought he's going to just, he's just going to have a bit too much here for him down the stretch. I just thought, despite the fact he was behind, I thought, you know what, he's keeping himself together well and there's no, there's no worry about the power coming back his way. And I just think that experience, you know, and, and the fact he was. <laughs> He's older and more mature and, he, you know, he'd, he'd probably sparred and fought at a much higher level than the amateurs too. And he'd had a couple of, not gut checks as a pro, but he'd had harder fights. I think that just all plays into it. So you probably look back at it and think, yeah, it was probably a bit too soon for Daniel. But no, we can't, we can't ask them to do anything. It's up to them what happens in a ring. And, you know, Daniel Dubois made that decision on the spur of the moment. You have to ask him whether he regrets that. You have to ask the eye surgeon and look at the the damage to see whether that was actually, and we'll look back at it in a few months' time and say that was the right decision to make because you don't want to, you know, any more damage to that part of your body, especially an eye. And it's, you know, you you know, you're worried about a situation that might occur with Anthony Ogogo. Look, Kel went on, despite his eye problems, he went on and he, as we saw before Terence Crawford the other night and you know but ultimately that's the problem if you if you don't get up if you turn your back you know people are going to say well what you know why what, what are you doing but I think only fighters can answer that and only fighters in that situation you know who can deal with it you know Johnny was saying to us earlier we had a team meeting and Johnny was saying look you know if that happened to me in my career am I gone I might have sat it out you just don't know you can't you don't know at that situation whether you do that and I think you know that's the honest part of it I think every fighter wants to sort of say, oh, it never happened to me. I'll go out on my shield. And I think in many ways, you've got to have that mentality to go in there in the first place, especially in the, in the big battles, to sort of say, look, you know, I, I can't, nothing's going to beat me tonight. You know, all the fighters beforehand say, I win. I'm not going to contemplate defeat. I can't contemplate. It's tunnel vision. You almost have to be in that state of mind to go into battle, especially if you're an underdog. You know, like Joe Joyce. Is he going yet? Is he reading all the papers saying, Dubois wins in six, Dubois wins here? Is he thinking that? He's got to go in and think, no, they're wrong. Blink, uh, blinker it out. I'm going in. I'm going to win this fight. And this is how I do it. And this is what I've got to go through to win it. But when, until you're in there, until you're around seven, eight, and you're huffing and puffing on, on the corner stool and you've had all the punishment, we can't judge that, Coogan. No. We, just, we, we, we applaud it and we respect it of what they've gone through. For Me, Joe Joyce and Daniel Dubois are two heavyweight warriors. That's it. Dubois lost the fight, Joyce
0: won it, Joyce moves on. Dubois's got to look at himself and rebuild. Simple as that, yeah. I mean, Adam, I've got no issue with fighters having their opinion. Look, Tony Bellew is the, the best example because he's been very vocal. Uh, over he had you know, he made comments after Kel Brook's defeat. Um, and again, he, he Tony Bellew's just honest, but that's. If Tony Bellew's attitude, which we know throughout his career is that, that, you know, um, we know the way he kind of views that, then have no issue with that. Deontay Wilder, I think, uh, made comments about Mark Breland, about he's always instructed Mark Breland, never throw the towel in, do not throw the towel in. The towel did come in for the, for the Tyson Fury fight, and some fighters do have that attitude. But like you said, until, I suppose... They're in but, less- but then, but then, Coogan, that's dangerous as well to have that attitude
1: because you know your corner's there to protect less- you. The corner comes in, obviously, because sometimes and, and the referees there to shows. protect you, and you yeah. know. And, and, you, and you heard the corner with Dubois saying, you know, this is the fight game, blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, what would have happened if he got back to his corner at the end of the round and they'd looked at the eye and he'd they, then they've got the decision. He took it out of their hands by deciding on the spur of the moment within within a round that that was going to happen. But, you know, you don't know. Maybe they said beforehand, look, if something bad, you know, you, you don't know what happens in between. And I think that the trainers have got a part to play in this. And look, Tony said that straight on, on air after our, after the Kell Spence fight. Um, and listen, that's a brave thing to say and that's in his eyes the right thing to say that's what he felt, he felt Kel quit the fight, as a fighter I think that's okay for him to say that because he's been in there but then you've got to be very careful what you wish for in this game or what you say because if he'd then gone in and been in a situation where maybe there's not a choice, I don't know, I mean Tony would never, you know, he said you have to nail him to the floor all that and, and, and most fighters would say that but I think every situation is slightly different. And, you know, the, it's not... And also, Daniel's Stouvoir, for example, is young at the beginning of his career. And it may be that others have been through hard fights and realized that they're tough enough to take a lot. And actually, they are never going to want to hear those words or want to see themselves walk out of battle. Maybe they will. But then again, if you go on too long or if you, you know, you, you don't know if that situation will, would happen to you. So I think fighters can call it. And I, I, I respect that, Tony and everybody else, for saying what they believe. You know, Carl Frampton said it on the night. You know, he said to me after, he called me after, he said, I, you know, that's what I thought, that's what I felt. I think he's disappointed in, in, that, in what happened and that's what he felt and he'd never do that. And fine, as a fighter, I think you can say that. And, you know, you've, you've you obviously got to hope that you're not in a situation that that might happen to you because, you know, you don't know what the future holds if you're still fighting. You think you'll never do it, but who knows? Both eyes closed, can you know? You're gonna to have to. Do you know what I mean? There, there are situations. I remember Eubank's eyes shut against Carl Thompson. You know, he just he, he wanted to fight on. Paul Lloyd wanted to fight on after one round against Marco Antonio Barrera. One of the most, most one-sided rounds I've ever seen in boxing. He had two cuts on both eyes were bad. He had I think he had Dean Powell on one side. I can't remember Ernie Fossey on the other. It was a, it was a complete mess. And he said, I want to go on. I'm a fighter. And they're like, no, no, you, you cannot go on. He's like, but I want to go on. And there was that, you know, and you can see what fighters want. And sometimes you have to have that situation taken out of your hands. And that's where good corners come in. And that's what Mark Breland felt. You're not going to win this fight. It's, it's, it's over. But the fighter himself, I never want that to happen. Don't throw the towel in. I don't never want to be seen as a quitter. And that's their pride. And that's what, what they feel. So it's different for each fighter. But I can see fighters have, I think, more of a, much more of a right to, to call this sort of situation. As, as broadcasters, as journalists, or as promoters, or as trainers, you know, we look at it. We assess it. But for me, as I said, it's Joe Joyce's night and Daniel Dubois comes again.
0: <sighs> um, okay. Um, and there's always going to be debate, Coogan. Of, of course, of course. That's why it's the sport that we love. But, yeah, Yeah, I mean... Of course. And everyone's
1: opinion you've got to respect. If you respect that person, you've got to respect that opinion. Like, Tony Bellew's got one of the best opinions in boxing. No doubt. He says it as he believes it. That's not necessarily what everyone else
0: thinks. No. Um, Okay, let's move on to, uh, obviously, this week. First of all, Wednesday night. Uh, Great matchups in the golden contract. Uh Walsh and Dickens, Balotniks and Michelle and a great little fight between Harlem Eubank and yeah. uh Danny ekbeniki So yeah, that should be a a fun card on Wednesday with some great great boxing on that.
1: It's a great night, isn't it, on Wednesday? I was talking to Adam Booth actually about Harlem Eubank's fight. That's fantastic. So yeah, that's a that's an extra treat to to what should be a you know, a, a really good end to, to what's been a terrific series, the Golden Contract. It's been fantastic, hasn't it? And we've all been waiting for this, this fight with Walsh and Dickens. This is the fight that we wanted to to happen and obviously with the COVID situation. So finally, it. It gets on on Wednesday night, um, as you know. I'll be in the bubble for, for Billy Joe Saunders, so I'll be uh, I'll be watching it, feed up and watching it, and very excited to to be a fan on the night as well. And uh, yeah, that should be a really really good night on Wednesday. And then we've got the world title fight on Friday, so it's a it's a busy week for us, and obviously all leading to the the box office event on the 12th with uh, with Joshua and Pulev. So um yeah, really exciting uh, uh, few days ahead.
0: But yeah, looking forward to the Golden Contract very much. So. Um, yeah, which obviously, after that, turns our attention to Billy Joe Saunders and uh, and Martin Murray. Um, I mean, a bit of a bit of sweet situation for Billy Joe Saunders, Callum Smith getting the fight with with Canelo because he wouldn't begrudge someone like Callum Smith getting it, but if it, if Billy Joe ain't going to get it, he'd rather obviously another brick got it. But I suppose it's probably a reminder of the fight that could have been back in May. But I'm sure Billy Joe Saunders. Um, will get his shot at some point in 2021. But Martin Murray's obviously going to have other ideas this Friday.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's talk Martin Murray first. I mean, this is this is sort of last chance saloon. It's a, it's a, it's a real opportunity that's come for Martin. He's been such a great warrior over the years. He's been excited to watch. I think he, you know, he should have been crowned out in Germany. He got that draw that night against Sturm. There's, you know, he was, he's been so close. And I think that he's been a, a fantastic sort of, not a servant to the sport. I think that's a little bit sort of lowly. I think he's been an absolutely, you know, a brilliant sort of, you know, uh, fighter to have. He, you know, he had all the, the issues he had beforehand and, you know, he's turned his life around and I, I'm a big, big you know, admirer of Martin Murray. And, uh, you know, he's got a, he's got an opportunity, you know, you've got to see Billy Joe as the, as the favorite in the fight, as the, the world champion. He wasn't great out in LA uh, a year ago on the KSI um, Logan Paul, Bill. It um, was a little bit disappointed with Billy because I thought that was his, his big platform and sometimes he blows hot and cold. I think I've always thought as I'm sure you have and he has that the talent has been there from the word go with Billy Joe and you know, And occasionally he can put in a flat performance. I'm hoping that he'll be razor sharp on, on Friday night. And I think that, you know, that will bring the best out in Martin Murray. And I think that'll be the bring, the bring the best out in Billy Joe Saunders. I think, yeah, look, you know, it's it's a very difficult one because he was meant to fight Canelo in Maine so close, that close with everything that's happened. You know, all we want as as I guess British fight fans, broadcasters, you know, they're both with Matchroom, you know, Callum Smith or Billy Joe to get the the shot at Canalo, and 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 I, I, we didn't think for a while that either of them would. So I think it's brilliant for Callum that he's got it. They're two totally different fighters who've got different chances against Canalo, and Canalo starts a favourite against both of them. But I, I think Billy Joe's got a style that would be very interesting to fight Canalo, you know. But that's not happening for now. We've we've got the Callum Swift fight. He's big, he's strong, he's a a terrific, unbeaten fighter. Callum, world super series champion, and he goes with you know no fear, and he expects to. To inflict defeat on Canelo and 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 bring back you know the the treasure, but you know for Billy Joe it's a case if he's got a fight he had a fight already before that was made, so he's got to concentrate on Friday night. Um, I know we we spoke to him in the bubble the other week, didn't we, Billy? And uh, you know he was going, what's it like in there? And I'm like, well, you know, it's uh, it's a bit like a camp. You've got to stay in one spot. And he was like, well, you know, I'm going to be here, there, and everywhere. So it'll be interesting to see how he is on on fight week. I'm sure there'll be one or two tales because. Billy's a character, isn't he? And But, you know, the most important thing is that he's fully focused on the job in, in hand because it's a massive chance for Martin Murray, you know, to become a, a world champion. It'll be a fairy tale story, a dream for him at the, you know, the back end of his career. But for Billy Joe, he's got to keep protecting that record, you know, keep trying to defend that title and wait for the, you know, the huge fights that hopefully he'll get in 2021 and beyond. So, uh, yeah, it's a case of uh, it's an important fight for him but it's uh, you know it's a fight that he needs to make sure he you know he performs in and he delivers in and I think uh, that's what he's got to concentrate on this Friday night.
0: Um, it should be an interesting week. But um, Adam, we'll, I'll definitely see you in the bubble. I'm sure we'll catch up again this week. But um, appreciate your time this Monday afternoon. No problem at all, Coog. We'll see you. When are you in? I'll be, I'll be in on Wednesday. So I'll... we'll enjoy the isolation. I'll enjoy it tomorrow, and uh, we'll get together after that. Hundred percent. Adam Smith, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV and uh, we'll see you later on in the week. Cheers, Guggan. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt.